the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Wow. Well, you know what almost hit Kavanaugh today? A bullet. But we're not exactly sure, uh, was the bullet going to come before or after he or somebody in his family was tied up and hogtied? I don't know, because the guy that was arrested was there not just with a gun and weaponry, but he also had like zip ties and all kinds of manner of, of and, and means in which to kidnap people and hold them hostage. Yeah. We got that to talk about tonight. Crime and no punishment. Maybe that's what we ought to be talking about tonight. Maybe that's the theme tonight. Crime and no punishment, at least if you're a Democrat, or at least if you're part of the constituency of the Democrats and, and a voter that the Democrats need. Then the rest of us, though, we got to go to the pokey simply for our opinion. Crime and no punishment. We've got that to talk about tonight. And, and crime, of course, was what led the people to the polls last night here in California. There was primaries that took place in seven states across the country, but everybody's looking at California today. And you want to know why? Because of crime and no punishment at the, at, at the um, brought to you by the Democrats at the expense of the law-abiding citizens. Speaking of crime and no punishment... The FBI might have to face a little punishment for not doing their part in holding a sex abuser accountable for his crimes. Those topics and more for you tonight. Of course, we've got to work in some of the latest on the COVID. What's going on there? Speaking of crime and no punishment, how many, here's a question for y'all. How many thousands of illegals coughing and spewing COVID-19 were dispersed into McAllen, Texas? It's kind of like a Jeopardy question. Tonight's trivia question. How many just last week alone? No punishment for them breaking and entering into this country. Imagine what uh, we'd be. We'd be locked up and thrown in a pokey if we did any breaking and entering. And it would have been considering kind of breaking out, breaking and opening if you dared to go outside your home, if you were healthy from the Democrats. Right. If, if they even suspected you had bumped up against anybody in the past year in COVID, but these illegals get to come across the border. Those topics and more on tonight. Um, before I bring in my partner here and before we carry on the show and open up the phones to call calls, we, we've got to uh, offer our prayers and our thoughts for the heroes that lost their lives today. There are five presumed dead in a Marine aircraft, in a Marine Corps Osprey aircraft carrying five Marines. It crashed today. Around 1230 midday 
in uh, the Southern California desert out by way of Glamis. And they were on a training exercise, said uh, Major Mason Englehart, and he's the spokesperson, spokesman for the 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing. And they were stationed here at uh, Marine Corps Air Station Miramar, which is only a couple miles from where I sit right now. And so hopefully uh, they're presumed dead. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully they'll find some survivors. But we thank them for their sacrifice on the heart uh, on the part of the uh, of america and we offer prayers and thoughts for the families that being said i gotta bring in my man it's dj potato skins this is about a gentleman whose heart is so big dj DJ potato skins his uh, approach is so authentic that it's undeniable it's undeniable too that the, uh, the the left Andrea they are going all in to try and blame us for absolutely everything that's going on in this country, even though they're the ones running the show. Well, even though they're the ones getting back to this Kavanaugh story, um, let's think about everything that led up to to Kavanaugh, a sitting justice on the Supreme Court. In my lifetime, I've known of of federal judges being bombed. Um, we've known of federal judges being threatened. That's why there's laws on the books to make it a, that make it criminal for you to go and stand outside the home of a Supreme Court justice or any any federal judge and try to intimidate them, threaten them, or any act of intimidation, like just going out to their home and standing out on the on the sidewalk and protesting. That's a that's a criminal act. And many people today are saying, well, if all that mob, if that mob had been arrested, as they should have been. We wouldn't be here today, but, but this guy wouldn't have been anywhere near the Kavanaugh home with a gun ready to kill him. But you got to even go farther back than that, right? You've got to even go farther back than that Chuck Schumer clip. Listen to what Chuck Schumer said. We played that clip for you guys. I don't, I don't want to play it again. It's, it's actually horrifying because you hear the spewing of such intense anger and hatred. And let me tell you, when he said, it's coming, we're going to unleash a torrent on you. What else could he have meant but inciting violence? Tomorrow they're going to start the show trial, the sham, the sham production of the January 6th committee theatrical production and TV show in which they are going to once again try to smear Trump as though he incited violence at the Capitol. Well, is that not Chuck Schumer inciting violence against any specifically named Justices Gorsuch and Kavanaugh? Is that not inciting violence? How was he not arrested today? But it goes back even further than that, because remember when Maxine Waters went around and was and was uh, pumping people up. She had a crowd of people there and she says, if you see I should have I should have thought today earlier to see if we could find that old clip from Maxine Waters where she's gathering people around and she goes, if you see see any Republican wherever they are, you go up to them and you get in their face. And then we saw people like Sarah Huckabee Sanders and her family run out of a restaurant right in, in Virginia. Let's remember back to when a Bernie Sanders supporter went and brought guns and shot up a baseball field and almost killed Steve Scalise. There was no there was no condemnation for him. Bernie Sanders didn't say anything about it. They've been inciting violence against Republicans. How about this? How about the fact that two summers ago, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, they were raining terror all across this country, attacking business owners, citizens walking the streets, cops. Retired cops, anybody that anybody that they could, they literally locked people into a federal building and tried to set it on fire. And you know what? The Democrat Party refused to do anything about it. Not only did the Democrat Party and the DOJ, nor Bill Barr, by the way, 
not only was there nothing done, I believe it was Kamala Harris who actually paid uh, and, and launched and actually promoted of a fund to bail out those terrorists on the streets. This is also tied into the crime wave we've got going on across this country. They want us coward in our homes. They want it's also tied to the January 6th thing. They want us coward in our homes. They want us too afraid to go out into the streets. They want us too afraid to stand up for ourselves. They want us it's it's our way or we were or, or there's hell to pay. And that hell to pay might even be your life. That hell to pay may even be your life. And it has been the lives of many, whether you whether there were people that got killed in Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots or whether or not it's people getting killed in these crime sprees across the country in which they are aiding and abetting, if not encouraging it, whether it's illegals and their crime spree, uh, it, in, encouraging and enabling the criminals coming across the border. The anarchy and the crime wave in our streets is intentional. We're going to get into some of the election results when we come back. But sticking on Kavanaugh for a moment, this is also part of why. Back to present day. This is also part of why. Oh, before you back back to present day, we've even got to go back even farther into very early into the Obama administration. What it was all about when he one of the first things he did in office when he said falsely accused the Boston police of racism. That was about fomenting hatred. When he said I had if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon Martin. We ended up with a mob down descending on a courthouse that got a man charged with murder that he would have never been charged with murder before. That mob descended. The hands up, don't shoot, and the riots and the mobs in Ferguson, from there to Baltimore, it's all just it's all just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And the Democrats know they could stop it, but they're not because they want this to happen. That's why there was the leak of this draft opinion, right? That's why there was this leak. It was for this purpose. To intimidate and strike fear in the hearts of the justices. And if one ended up dead, well, that just might get them the the result that they need. I think that there's kind of differing opinions today as to whether or not SCOTUS should go ahead and release the opinion. They're backlogged right now. I think there's 29 decisions I heard today that they're they're behind on getting out. Uh, Some people have said today, well, if they put it out prematurely sooner than they normally would, then that's given a win to the left, too. See, that's the problem here. What this leak did is it 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 completely pulled the legs out from under this institution. There's nothing that they can do with this decision right now that's not going to be suspect. If they come out and affirm the draft decision, there are going to be people that are going to say, well, they just did this to dig their heels in to prove a point. Um, I'll be happy with that, and I won't care if the point was proven. But if they if they do anything except what that draft opinion was, then there will always be forever a stain on the court. There's also differing opinions as to whether or not it was Sotomayor's, one, uh, Sotomayor's clerk, one of her clerks, or whether or not it was John Roberts. If I had my guess, I'd say it was Roberts. I absolutely think it it, it, it might have been Roberts. Final point on the Kavanaugh situation. And by the way, how is this not the number one story in America where we where we have such anarchy in our streets? We have such hate that's been fomented. We have such tyranny, fascism. This is straight up fascism going on in the United States of America. This is not some unibobber bomber situation going on. This guy specifically said that he that he was angry about what happened in Uvalde and he was upset he was listening to Chuck Schumer he didn't say Chuck Schumer but you know it was about this potential Roe v Wade but why get why Brett Kavanaugh one of the th- things that I failed to mention leading up to this 
is the demonization of Brett Kavanaugh. Why would this guy, if he's upset that the of the draft opinion that it might be overturned, he didn't write the draft opinion. It was Alito. So why would he? Why would he want to kill Kavanaugh? Is it because of the smears and the lies and the false accusations that the, he participated in and gang raped girls when he was in high school and college? Look at how this man's been demonized. So of course he's a target. On purpose. And the thing is, is that what's going, been going on in our country for all the left is trying to stop the disinformation. That's not a disinformation campaign when you falsely accuse with a bunch of women that admitted they were liars of gang rapes and, and other rapes and um, other varieties of, uh, of assaults. Half the country, even when the truth comes out, half the country still believe it. And here we are. This man's life is literally on his line, on the line. The Senate approved immediately upon the leak, the Senate approved um, the increase of security that the Supreme Court justices get the same level of security as others. I think the Secret Service level protections. And that was back when the leak happened. What was that skin six weeks ago? The House has refused to fund it. Now, they'll send $40 billion to Ukraine, but won't spend any money to secure the life of a Supreme Court justice. We're going to take a break. We come back. 888-344-1170. What do you guys think? Did you guys watch any of the Uvalde families testifying before lawmakers today? I didn't, and I'll tell you why when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. 888-344-1170. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. I have to be careful what I ask for here from DJ Skins because I just might receive it. And uh, <laughs> before the break, we were talking about this Kavanaugh situation, and it's absolutely horrifying. When I heard the news this morning, I, I my heart was beating out of my chest. Can you imagine being Brett Kavanaugh? let alone his wife and his kids and you've had these mobs out there and then you find out somebody he he had with him somebody was out there planning to kill him he had a gun he had a knife and pepper spray why would he need all that if he was just and the zip ties to tie him up yeah this is absolutely horrifying. And so before the break, we were talking about all the different things that have led up to this point. And we cannot just put this off as, as just some one crazy guy. This is a part of a systemic situation with Democrats where they are intentionally creating a massive wave of crime across this country from a variety of different standpoints. And when it comes to targeting Republicans or conservatives, they mean it. And this, it, and we played the clip of Chuck Schumer at the open of the show. And then I had this flash remembering Maxine Waters, Mad Max. And sure enough, our man Skins found the clip um, even before Chuck Schumer was calling on conservatives and Republicans to come under attack. So it was Maxine Waters. Let's play this clip. Do you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant? In a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. Wow. You think about that. Imagine if Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert or Congressman Biggs said, if you see any of them at a gas station, in a restaurant, you, you create a mob around them and you tell them to get out of there. 
literally inciting violence. And we but we got this show tomorrow night, my man, on J- this January 6th show about Trump inciting violence. And this, we have people, as I've said many times, in a gulag, right? I want Chuck Schumer in a gulag or, or arrested. I want Maxine Waters arrested for inciting violence. I, You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, we need... We need more Peter Navarro's. We need more Marjorie Taylor Greens. Here's what she had to say today. And and talk about they went after her in Georgia. They tried to get keep her from being able to run for office. Unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. And you know what? She killed it in her primary. Bad pun. Um, here's what she had to say today. She said that that this is this attack attack was squarely on the the uh, the feet, squarely at the feet or the hands, whatever analogy you want to use, of Chuck Schumer. She says he named him by name, and he said that they, that uh, they, uh, he and Gorsuch, they wouldn't even know what hit him. Was he talking about a bullet? Was he talking about a knife? What kind of attack? This is how every Republican should be talking today, and I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it anywhere. She went on to say um, that clearly he was talking about something in some of their foot soldiers, he was talking about something in some of their foot so- soldiers took their orders, and this man was found at Kavanaugh's house ready to kill him. But yet Trump says peacefully protest and he's an insurrectionist. Right. She said there should have been a bigger effort by the Department of Justice to stop these protests. And thankfully, this man was arrested before he did the unthinkable. She said Democrat leaders like Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer and others. We don't see an effort for them to protect anyone but themselves. Of course not. And these are the people that want to take your guns. We don't have police surrounding our home, right? If somebody wants to do us harm and kill us, we've got stories of crime we're going to continue to bring to you guys. That's what was on the ballot last night in California. The Democrats know. They want you, they want you focused on Uvalde. And have you think that that's the only aspect of crime that you need to be focused on right now? And as a result, be willing to give up your guns when the reality is what happened in Uvalde, as we've said many times and, and shared here, had to do with the, the law enforcement response. And imagine this, Andrea, you give up your gun or they take it from you. And then when things like this happen, let's say instead of Kavanaugh's house, they come to your house. And how are you going to defend yourself? You're not. And that's the plan. They want you defenseless. They know. They know that it's that uh, that it's and the reason why is because these criminals out on the street, that's their constituents. That's their goombas. That's their that's their their partner, their partners. Right. It's the law abiding Second Amendment conservatives out there that they fear. They need to disarm us because we're what stands in the way between the United States of America staying as the United States of America ruled by the U.S. Constitution and their commie dreams. Right. Um, another act of violence. There was a um, and by the way, the Department of Homeland Security at the point of the leak, when the leak happened, they issued a statement and said, we everybody's got to be, you know, be uh, aware the nation should be on edge because this was the, the Department of Homeland Security, because uh, the all the pro-life extremists. Are you know when this draft is when the decision comes out, uh, there might be violence due to pro-life extremists. Well, if they if they hold to this draft opinion, why would any pro-life people be attacking anybody? It wouldn't happen. This was not a pro-life person who showed up to try to kill Kavanaugh. 
Was it pro-life people that busted into Lakewood Church? I didn't even talk about this story. Did you hear about this, Skins? About how these pro-abortion women went into a church service? No, I didn't hear about that. In this. Houston, Texas at Lakewood Church and started stripping down. Saying, my body, my choice. That also happened somewhere at, at, a, at a, a baseball game somewhere, I think it was. And then over the weekend... A far-left pro-abortion arsonist group, terrorist, firebombed, firebombed a pro-life pregnancy center in Buffalo, New York. This was Tuesday morning. This is just yesterday morning. Interesting. Just the day before today. Well, obviously, Tuesdays before Wednesday. Um, but, it, it, but isn't it interesting, though, that Sunday uh, we had these pro-abortion people coordinated going into one of the most high-profile megachurches in the country with their pro-abortion, you know, strip, you know, routine we also then i think it was monday i think it was when the pro-abortion crowd did the same thing at a baseball field tuesday we've got the the pro-abortion terrorist firebomb firebombing a pro-life pregnancy center and then wednesday we've got somebody arrested for wanting to kill kavanaugh does that seem just like a little too too on these on this like little i'm not saying it's coordinated i'm just saying it's it just this is one reason why they need to get this decision out they need to get it out yesterday yeah. Quite frankly, why are they why are they behind on 29 decisions? Do your jobs. There's something is there is something broken in the institution. Clearly they're struggling to do their jobs, and it's because we've got kooks like Katanji Brown Jackson who sat and heard child predator cases and the only person she ever apologized to was one of the one of the predators. Right? We've got these far left kooks like Sotomayor on there. And then we've got these squishy you know, John Roberts, who is just, you know, power mad and, and not willing to do the right thing and uphold the Constitution. Um, but getting back to the story at this pro-life pregnancy center, fire officials say the firebombing caused at least $150,000 worth of damage to the structure. This is according to Buffalo News. The building was firebombed. The windows in the reception room and nurse, nurses' offices were broken and fires lit. Graffiti on the building left by the arsonists referred to the abortion terrorist group Jane's Revenge, reading Jane was here. Um, the uh, some the someone on behalf of the pregnancy pro life center said this is the pro abortion crystal knock. Because of this act and violence, the needs of women facing unplanned pregnancy will go unmet and babies will die. I wonder if Governor Hochul will veto the Pregnancy Center investigation bill. I wonder if Attorney General Letitia James will investigate these cowardly criminals. Compass Care will rebuild because that who owns the center will rebuild because women deserve better. Compass Care will not stop serving because preborn preborn boys and girls deserve protection. Jane's Revenge recently took responsibility for vandalizing D.C. Crisis Center as well. Um, meanwhile... As you guys know, the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland have spent their time in the counterterrorism unit. important things, Andrea. Well, yeah, on the counterterrorism unit investigating women and parents, not women, uh, parents that, that speak, dare up, speak up. That dare speak up at school board meetings. That's who's considered domestic terrorist in this country. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going we're gonna to get into some primary results from last night because there's actually, let's get into some good news here. Like kind of what happened in some primary races here in California. 888-344-1170. Have you, here's a question for y'all. Have you actually gone out and started buying more guns? 
I think we might need to. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Speaking of crime and no punishment, what would happen, Skins, if uh, you ran a red light in your car and ran into somebody in an intersection about midnight and you failed the field sobriety test and you blew over the legal limit? What do you think I might am happen? picturing stripes in my future. You think so? Yeah, 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 right? Well, not if you're uh, Mr. Paul Pelosi. Remember, I think it was a week or so ago, Nancy Pelosi's husband did exactly as I just described. They did arrest him, although it took hours before they finally took him in and actually took a breathalyzer, which allowed him to sober up. And uh, all charges were dropped today because that's that's how great it is to be a Democrat in the state of California. Don't have to play by the same rules. Well, no. Well, we have we continue to have and will, speaking of crime and no punishment, we've got two sets of laws in this country. It's part of the problem that we've got, right? That uh, there's um, rules and laws meant for the elites and rules and laws for the peasants. And when it comes to the elites, it's actually rules and laws for the, the Democrats. That's how it is in a communist society, right? And we see we see this more and more and more. I don't. I, I probably am going to watch this January 6th thing tomorrow night. Yeah, um, you know, I originally wasn't going to do it, Andrea, but you, you have to know what they're up to. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to spend a little time on that because I've got some, some thoughts. I do want to, on the January 6th thing, and we've got, we've got an interesting clip from Representative Stefanik to play on that and some comments from Peter Navarro. But in regards to the elections, I, I want to hit on that right now first, and let me tell you why. Because it was a smoke show against the Democrats last night. No matter what they are telling you. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they are so trying to spin it and trying to gaslight us today. It's absolutely unbelievable. There were two main issues that drove the California voters. And it's crime and homelessness, which defies imagination to me, defies logic that we had such low turnout. We had only 21% turnout in San Diego County. Again, we were talking about last night on the show with California, with the gas prices the way they are and the homelessness. The and crime. The, 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 the huge mandates. You would think that everybody would vote. Right. Now, we don't have the crime problems here that's going on in L.A. County Correct. and in San Francisco. Um, but still, I mean, when we're at six fifty a gallon of gas, we've got the average price of a home is a million dollars here. We have had the we've had some covid commie crackdowns here that affected our businesses that were in some ways worse than even areas of L.A. County. Um, our homeless problem is getting worse. And look at us around here around the station after they put the trolley tracks in. Right. I mean, we're at, and if you look around the the I have not seen one yet that is not obviously either whacked out on some serious drug or men, seriously mentally ill where they don't even know where they are. And it's frightening. These are not people that just, you know, fell onto hard times. Those people are down at Father Joe's villages getting help and getting back up. Right. That's but again, it goes back to our point. 30%, all that, and 30% are the people of population voted in California. I don't, yeah, I don't understand. However, let's get into some good news because we talked about a little bit on last night's show that um, Brian Maloney was talking about all eyes really on the San Francisco DA race because this guy, uh, Cheesy, Chessie Boudin, <laughs> Chessa Boudin, 
Um, it's not. It might, maybe it's boudin. We have we have boudin in Louisiana, which is which is a blood sausage. Maybe it's chessa boudin. I don't know. Boudin sandwiches or something. Too? Yeah. Um, but he was a far left progressive candidate who ran on the Black Lives Matter platform, just like Gascon. We'll talk about him in a minute. The LADA, their whole platform. These district attorneys funded by George Soros because he has been funding all these DA races in order to do what? In order to unleash a crime wave on this country because anarchy in the streets under the guise of equity is a key way for them to destroy the fabric of our nation, right? Um, So there's this San Francisco DA. Well, here's um, maybe before before we get into him and his response, I think we got to go all the way to the commander in chief. I think we got to go to the, the guy who was installed like software and yeah, knows what's going on. Yeah. He's got his finger on the pulse. I think we should play that clip first. I want you guys to hear what Biden had to say about last night's results. I think it's clip three. I think the voters sent a clear message last night. Both parties have to step up and do something about crime. <laughs> Both parties. Um, gee, uh, San Francisco, did, 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 when you think of San Francisco, do you think, uh, you know, that we know that that's a, that dude's a communist as a DA. Um, how has that got anything to do with Republicans? What's going on in San Francisco? Nothing, right? Except that today, today, they're so desperate to try to spend what happened that there's actually an article out. I think I shared it on, I think I shared it actually on my Facebook page where the Democrats are so this is how intent they are on continuing to do this, to unleash their criminals out on the street, their rapists, their their murderers, their carjackers, um, all of the every different type of assault. This is how you know how intentional they are about doing this in the first place and how they intend to continue to do it when they're gaslighting you like Joe Biden saying that, you know, this is a message to both parties when this is all happening in Democrat run cities. And then we've actually got a town hall article today that after six, even after 60 percent of San Francisco's voters, the most liberal voters in America recall District Attorney Chesa Bodine. Um, who who he has called himself the progressive prosecutor movement, even after that. Here's what their response has been. This is Justin Miller. San Francisco, get that, wait, wait, wait for this, peeps. Governed by Republicans for most of the 20th century, doesn't rest on a New Deal foundation and increasingly lacks a working class population to bolster progressive candidates. Republicans? Gavin Newsom was the mayor of San Francisco for how long? Was he, anybody think of him as a Republican? One person goes on to say, San Francisco has always been, this is Daryl Owens, San Francisco has always been a conservative city. Its liberal reputation comes from being okay with certain identities and certain neighborhoods. That's it. It's a city that sequesters its black population to a toxic corner, comically unaffordable for 45 years, the West Coast corporate Headquarters. Look, I, I'm, I'll admit I'm not an expert on San Francisco politics, but this is this is about as far from reality. This is about as dis, d- delusional as it gets, and there's nobody buying it. Absolutely nobody buying it. One person, uh, Sean King, 
came out and said, ultimately, I think what has been most revealed to the nation is is that uh, is what progressive San Francisco's have known for San Franciscans have known for a very long time. The reality of San Francisco is more conservative than the hype. The mayor endorsed Bloomberg, communist. The congresswoman is a filthy rich, filthy rich aristocrat. She is a Democrat. Democrat voters. The state of California has four, almost 49% as registered voters are Democrats, only 20-something percent Republicans, and the rest are independent. This doesn't match with reality. And they don't want you to know what the reality is, and the reality is is they want this to continue. Let's look down at L.A. There's, an, there's uh, audio that came out. We've got this uh, district attorney, Gascon, down in L.A. Both, both Gascon and Boudin had the same equity, justice equity plan. Which is, if it's a person of color, they get to commit whatever crime they want, and they don't have to face the same punishment as anybody else. Case in point, there's an audio. I I know I had you pull the audio clip, but I don't think it really played enough of what this guy said. So I'm just going to kind of share with you guys what this story is. There was a California gang member who was accused of murder. And his name is Wilkerson. And the audio, um, he was recorded because in the, in the lockups, wherever he is, it's recorded when they have the phone calls. Here's, he was recorded talking to his mother. And he was stressing that he needs to cut a plea deal quickly before District Attorney George Gascon is potentially recalled. There's a recall. What, ha- what uh, is in place going on with Gascon in L.A. is that they need signatures. They've got until July, I think, to reach 500,000 signatures. And then if they reach uh, the appropriate number, July 6, if they, re- they get the required signatures, then it will appear on the November ballot. So in the meantime, we got dudes like this. Wilkerson, he's on the phone. He's like, I'm going to read it exactly how he said it. I told you last time that... And I don't have the attorney's name. I told you last time that blank want to hurry up and try to get some did before they reelect somebody else besides Gascon and bring uh, and bring back that BS life without parole and death penalty. He goes on to say he's telling his mother this. If he could get if he could get manslaughter, he says, then blank manslaughter only carries six, nine or, or 12 years, he said. Here's what he's accused of doing. He's accused of shooting and killing 21-year-old Elijah Martin during a home invasion robbery in Lancaster, California in February of last year. He was also charged with the attempted murder of two people who were shot. So he shot three people, killed one. Under Gascon's policies, he was charged with murder, but with no gun or gang enhancements and no special circumstance allegations that would carry life without parole. This man... Committed a home invasion, armed, shot three people, two managed to live. And with Gascon in office, with his equity justice plan, this guy's looking at maybe six years at the most. And as dumb as this dude is, can't even form a sentence. He's smart enough to know that he needs to get this plea deal done. Under Gascon's policies... Wait, well, uh, that's not what I want to read. Here's what I want to If you're a violent criminal 
And this is from, uh, I'm going to read a quote right now from an assistant district attorney. He says, if you're a violent criminal in Los Angeles right now, your biggest ally is not your defense lawyer. It's not the judge. It's not the jury. It's George Gascon. That's who your biggest supporter is. That's the reason why criminal defendants all throughout Los Angeles County want George Gascon to give them a deal because he knows they're his biggest cheerleader trying to find the name for his little clever justice it's um the spokespeople for his office said da george gascon is focused on doing the important job of quote get this this is a laugh the important job of improving safety and justice for all in los angeles county not on political diversions for the reason of strictly political purposes they're letting murderers face sentences of up to just six years six years skins and what and what struck me too about this story is that they didn't put any gun enhancements at a time in which today they dragged children that had been terrorized in a school traumatized they re-victimized them for politics and for show used them as props in order to take guns from law-abiding citizens while they intentionally hear these Democrat DAs, these George Soros-funded DAs, intentionally don't include gun charges in the course of prosecuting somebody that used that gun to commit a murder. And hardening schools, Andrea, that's ah, a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Gascon, I think, uh, I think we might have a clip from DA Boudin. Do we have that? We do. I think it's clip five, Skins. Let's play that clip. Now, let me tell you why we've already won, folks. Let me tell you why we've already won. We have already won because we are part of a national movement that recognizes we can never incarcerate our way out of poverty. Can't incarcerate our way out of poverty. So, in other words, what he's saying is we can't prosecute anybody for any crimes because they're poor. Incarceration was not about anything about somebody's poverty level. You do don't do the crime if you don't don't do the what is it what was that song from Beretta? Don't do if the you crime. Can't do the time. Don't do the crime. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Mm-mm. Right? Hadn't I, our criminal justice system and our criminal codes don't have anything to do with how poor you are. But that's the idea behind this, right? I said, did he basically just admit it right there? What is this movement about? Reparations. Oh, it's too bad he's recalled. Yeah, but, but he's also right in saying that this movement is here to stay. And that's my overall message. They're not going to, they are doubling down on this. This is their intention to go forward. They're using the criminal justice system as a way for reparations in order to secure the votes, create anarchy in the streets, leave us, and, and at the same time, hoping to leave us defenseless. To marginalize, to minimize and marginalize those that care about this country and what it was founded in its constitutional principles. And meanwhile, we're still struggling to pay gas, get to work and feed our kids. But Andrea, President Biden, that we're saving money, our debt is down. Yeah. (laughs) When we take a break, we're going to come back. We're going to get off this crime subject. We're going to get into some economic news. So don't go away. And we and we are going to talk some about this January 6th committee. And speaking of crime and punishment, we're also going to share with you guys some punishment that might be coming down against the FBI because they refuse to hold somebody accountable. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show on its way.
Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. We've been talking so much about crime. We got to have a talk a little bit about some fun. Who remembers? It's been a while since we had the full San Diego County Fair, one of the most fun things to do every year in San Diego. Yes, we have the most beautiful beaches I think in pretty much everywhere in the country except maybe Hawaii, right? We've just got museums, we've got parks, we've just got the USS Midway. We've just got so many different fun things to do. Um, but I love, love, love the San Diego County Fair. And guess how you can win a family four pack? Well, stay tuned because uh, in the next hour we're going to give an, we're going to be giving away a family four pack to go to the San Diego County Fair. The let's fair. be honest, nothing better than the Australian battered potatoes. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. Uh, those are good. Those oh, are good. Those are great. But there's so much. Every year it's like, you know, we haven't had the full fair. Last year we had kind of like a part fair and then we didn't have any fair at all in 2020. I'm When I go, I partake in all manner of fried foods, everything from all the different types of sausages and meat, wieners and meat that they batter dip and they fry to all kinds of desserts that they fry to the taters of the cinnamon rolls. We got to talk about the cinnamon rolls. Those are amazing. I also love some of the rides and I love um, the, uh, I can't remember the name of the hall that's got all like the gadgets and the demonstrations. That's fun. Oh, that's super fun. So we're going to be giving away, we've actually got three family four packs to give away to you guys. We're going to give away, I think one a night, tonight, Thursday and Friday night. The fair is, um, of course, um, starting today i think june 8th or is yeah, it all the way through the 4th yeah through july 4th wednesdays through saturdays um and monday july 4th at the delmar fairgrounds and so um stay tuned we'll give you i uh, will share with you how you can win a family of four pack to the fair all right um i'm just going to touch briefly on this january 6th uh, committee tomorrow uh, the show is tomorrow and here's what I think they're trying to do. You know, this is clearly the Democrats bringing in this Hollywood director is clearly their plan to try to have their version of uh, of uh, their counter the, to the pro-America Top Gun Maverick. This is the superhero versus the villains production with the villains being Trump and MAGA. And the superheroes are going to be the January 6th commi- committees that are going to hold all of us accountable and it's absolutely despicable. I think Representative Stefanik uh, kind of summarized it perfectly uh, in this statement. Skins, if you can play clip six. This committee is not about seeking the truth. It is a smear campaign against President Donald Trump, against Republican members of Congress, and against Trump voters across this country. This committee is unconstitutional. It is illegitimate. It was not put together according to the rules of the House. It does not serve any true legislative or oversight purpose. And it is not about finding out why Nancy Pelosi left the Capitol so ill-prepared that day. It is designed to punish Nancy Pelosi's political opponents. And... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.